Welcome back to 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. Well, at this point, you should probably know who I am. If not, I am John J. Ransom Futrell, your host, and welcome to episode one of 2017. Um, first and foremost, uh, thank you to everyone that supported uh, 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. Um, as of right now, the way I'm feeling, this may be the last year of 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. I mean, this is year three. This is the Trinity. Um, so with that being said, I also want to clearly state there will possibly only be, um, four episodes of 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. this year, um, which I'll, for, which I'll explain further, uh, as the show goes on. Um, but this, this year, the podcast is, uh, once again, dedicated to living your dreams and everything that is always represented, but, uh. This is really for the people that support. Um, anyone new that comes along, I, you know, once again, I'm grateful for um, and the full archive of all the episodes on my website, um, www.iamkingpoetic.com slash um, 9 to 5, or just look for the category in the menu. Now, with that being said, um, hope everyone uh, is ready for this year, I should say, um, is focused, is ready to progress, ready to live their dreams, and ready to just live life on their path, man, um, before I go into actual subject matters, I'm just kind of freestyle this a little bit, yeah, man, um, it's something I was thinking about, uh, last week, and, um, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen this post, but, uh, I had almost an epiphany, an epiphany, excuse me, almost an epiphany about just life in general. Because um, we often think of life, like sometimes we we deal with this quote, this one particular quote um, where people say, life is a marathon, not a sprint. And I've come to the conclusion that that's an inaccurate assessment of life, in my opinion. The only reason is because no one has the same pace. So someone's sprint is someone's jog. Just like when you're in a race, some people are just faster than it's just faster than others. Now, along with that being said, life isn't a race. I think too often we allow our egos to create invisible finish lines that do not exist. There exists no finish line in life. They're just it just doesn't exist, you know. Um, and the reason I'm saying that is because, yes, we all pass. And if you're here right now, there's a 90% chance you don't know what happens. Um, obviously, your body decomposes and everything else. But no one knows what happens to your actual soul, your consciousness, or any of that. Which is the reason why I said the finish line doesn't necessarily exist. Now, going back to my point, my point is this. Everyone has a different path. Everyone has a different path. That's just the reality of it. Everyone has a different path. Um, people are meant to cross our paths. People are meant to stay on the path with us. And some people are meant to leave our lives. That's just how it is. Now, here's the thing. In my opinion, when you get off your path, that's when you start running into circles. That's when you start dealing with stagnation. 
And the reason for that is because when you get when you get off the path, that's when you're supposed to learn some of your greatest life lessons. Now, if you keep denying these lessons, you will continue to go into a circle. It, and it'll just keep happening over and over and over again. And then you think to yourself, you, you start getting run down, you start wondering what it is that you're doing wrong. And I'm here to tell you what it is you're doing wrong is that you're not understanding the test that life is throwing at you. You're not understanding what the universe, God, whatever you believe in, you're not understanding what that entity or that force is throwing at you. And you're creating that circle. Like, that's the reality of it. You're creating that circle by not learning what it is that you're dealing with. You're creating that circle by not understanding, like, look, life is what life is. It's constant movement, constant energy. Now, the thing is, is that frequencies influence us. The frequencies of others influence us. And our energies can fluctuate. So, when you get off your path, which in my opinion, usually when you're on your path, you're usually uh, progressing or you're rising at a steady pace while you're on your path. Um, now, that's, that's not to say that you're going to a particular place or anything like that. It's just to say that you're at your happiest and your life is progressing. Now... With that being said, if you so choose to get off that path, denying your intuition, not listening to your inner voice, um, not seeing the things that are right in front of you, that's when you start creating that circle. And I'm using circle rather than digging yourself into a hole. Because the thing is, is yes, that rabbit hole can go deeper, but... When you're in that circle, you always have the chance to get back on your path. It's just that it's up to you to make that decision. It's up to you. Now, that being said, um, there's a lot I'm also going to touch on in this podcast. Um, I'm not sure exactly how long it's going to be, so bear with me. But, um, yeah, man, when it comes to progress, when it comes to progress in that, in that path, it's much deeper than I think we allow ourselves to feel it is. Not see how it is, not think it, but feel it. Um, in, in a society like the one in the United States, um, and very much so the world society, ego is the thing that um, is praised. It's the thing that you see on TV. It's the thing that you see with the quote-unquote most successful people is ego. Um, a lot of materialistic things, a lot of the rewards and awards of life are very much so about ego, um, not the spirit, in my opinion. I'm going to clearly state that in my opinion. But the thing is, is that it's about awareness of that. Because... Some of us in life aren't meant to, I want to say, grease and praise our egos. Certain aspects in our life aren't going to come at the same pace as others, as I said before. And therefore, that fucks with your ego. That can, excuse me for the language, 
but that messes with your ego that stops you from where you can be um emotionally spiritually mentally physically um that really stops you from where you can be but the key to it is to understand what your path is to know exactly how you feel not see where you're going but to know it and to feel it because you'll know what you're passionate about you'll know what sparks and touches your soul the key is is to listen to your intuition when it, to your intuition when it comes to that because the thing is certain things that spark your soul you may not be in a correct place at your life at that time for it to 100% come to fruition but it doesn't mean you shouldn't pursue it or you shouldn't work on it you see often in times we allow life to stop us from where we could possibly go we allow excuses to stop us from where we can go we allow things that you know are not I want to say are not for our path to stop our progression we are we allow our egos to be at the forefront and that stops our progress now um, moving on from progress I mean I'm gonna come back to it a little bit later in the podcast but moving on from progress I want to talk about intelligence um, the reason I want to talk about intelligence is because it's something significant to me as someone who's um, mentored kids, as someone who I could very much so say at one point in my life I was not seen as um, intelligent. Um, and, and a lot of that really had to do with me um, as I really didn't want to appear intelligent or I didn't want people to know exactly how intelligent I was or to know that you know I was reading and researching things on my own um, when I was younger um, particularly particularly as a teenager um, I think some people seen it in me but I very much so was uh, quiet about it I mean and as I stated in past podcasts like I'm naturally an introvert anyway um, so for me showing my intelligence wasn't important um and as a result of that i've had people doubt it you know it is what it is but i want to i want to say these things and, and one of the reason i want to talk about intelligence another reason i want to talk about intelligence is because um i want to put it out there just from my perspective in my opinion of course um of how people cripple their kids and cripple kids in general um, when it comes to intelligence. And the reason I'm saying this, saying this is because we have a lot of people on social media or wherever else um, that base intelligence off of certain things. Um, very much so based intelligence off of left brain thinking. Uh, and I would have thought that people would have understood by now that intelligence isn't based off of left brain. Um, hell, intelligence isn't based strictly off of right brain thinking either. But you can't deny someone's right brain thinking because of your left brain thinking. Because that's about ego. You're comparing. It's not about what actually is and what is right there in front of your face. Or in front of your face. 
for example, a lot of people love to speak and talk about grammar and things of this nature. And it's unfortunate that I must say this, but grammar doesn't prove shit about your intelligence. It just doesn't. I mean, that's the reality of it. I want to put it to you this way. No one speaks in complete sentences. It, I mean, if you do, more power to you. You probably are only talking to yourself, if you want to be honest. So, if no one speaks in complete sentences, why is there such an emphasis on the way people write and, and punctuation and things of that nature? Well, let's put it this way. Punctuation and grammar in general is based off of memorization. Much like taking a test. It's all memorization. It's not about anything natural. It's not about intuition. It is about what is taught to you. I'm going to say it again. It's not about anything natural. It's about what is taught to you. So therefore you're just regurgitating what is what was taught to you. Now I'm not saying it doesn't have its place. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is... To use that as part of a way to define intelligence is illogical. Because, in my opinion, of course, intelligence is about the natural. It's not about someone else's, uh, I want to say, guidelines. It's not about something that you memorize. It's not about something that you're taught in school. It's about what you naturally have within you. And a lot of kids, going back to kids, are denied that by their parents, by schools, and by systems. And as people, we are very much so oppressed by cultural rules, um, language, hell, just the entire system, man. I mean, it's kind of troubling to me how many people... uh, I come across that don't see that. I mean, maybe I'm the one that's wrong. But, you know, in order for us to really grow, in order for someone to really reach their full potential, you have to embrace what's natural to you. Um, And I very much so feel that people in general should allow kids to, to feel what is natural to them to follow their intuition. Once again, I'm not saying that Certain things don't have their place, but what I am saying is don't, I'm not even going to say don't, because it sounds authoritative. What I will say is we shouldn't, we shouldn't put so much pressure on kids to follow certain guidelines and to follow a certain amount of memorization that's unnatural to them and unnatural to their intelligence. Just like they say, kids, everyone learns, I was going to say kids, but everyone learns differently. No one learns the same. Some people are better at memorization than others. Some people need to see it. Um, Everyone's different. So if everyone's different, why do we follow certain guidelines and rules that um, isolate people from one another? I mean, you know, here's another great example. and I used this on uh, social media earlier. Albert Einstein had bad grammar in both his native language, which was German, and in English. 
it is a fact that as he began as he began to learn to speak English more fluently, his German grammar got worse. So, does that make Albert Einstein less intelligent? Does that make him, you know, less of a genius? Really think about that. Um, you know, other great examples, uh, Winston Churchill, John F. Kennedy. Let me think. There was someone else I was, I was thinking about, but I, I forgot right now. But, yeah. Do these people become less less leaders um these people become less than what they're considered historically because of systematic rules no these people reach their full potential because of what was naturally within them what was naturally within them so all i'm saying is give people a chance to reach what it is that is naturally within them like I said, none of this is pre-scripted, so it's all coming off the top of my head. So if I fumble a little bit, pardon me. But really think about it. You cannot reach your full potential or what it is what it is that is your genius through the rules, oppression, and systematic laws of society. Like before I go into the next subject matter, really, like I want you to really think about this, and this ties into the next subject matter. How many successful people do you know, or do you hear them say that they had to take a risk or break certain rules to reach the heights that they've reached? Really think about that. Really ask yourself: How many times does someone need to break rules? to become successful, to live their dreams or to fulfill their dreams. And that's part of the reason why I'm talking about intelligence. Because it all goes back to everything I'm talking about. It goes back to progression. Because here, because here's the thing. You don't want to trap yourself in the rules of society or culture. Because sometimes your dreams are out of that. Sometimes your dreams are beyond that. Sometimes your dreams are beyond what someone else thinks or believes you should do. Sometimes your dreams are beyond someone's impression or thought process. Sometimes your dreams are beyond someone's awareness of your intelligence. And as a parent, sometimes your kid's intelligence is beyond your awareness. So don't shackle them. Don't oppress them. But once again, that's my opinion. Which moves me on to the next subject matter. Luck. Is there such thing as luck? When I get to the end of this, you'll understand why I'm like talking about all these things. In my opinion, no. I believe you manifest everything. I believe I believe that you bring things to life. Um I believe that you don't always foresee things. That's different from luck luck in my opinion is more of a random occurrence that happens and I don't believe in random occurrences I believe that you bring you bring into your life what happens I believe that you truly have the power to be wherever you want to be to make whatever happen that you need to happen 
but it all starts in your mind. It all starts with what you believe, and then from what you believe, it goes into your actions. That's how I see it. Um, I believe this same thing goes with progress. Someone's progress isn't based on luck. A lot of times there's things and certain struggles that happen that, you know, we don't always see. We don't know what, quote unquote, demons people live with. We just see the end result. And to me, if you're living with demons or you have certain demons or certain things that you're dealing with, there's no way in hell you're lucky. Once again, that's my opinion. But I definitely don't think you're lucky. Because oftentimes, certain demons, a certain amount of pain pushes you to be successful or pushes you to reach certain heights or, or to fulfill certain dreams. Sometimes that's what it that's what it takes. Because oftentimes certain demons and things of that nature are part of our path. You know, I used to have an issue with uh, looking at where I came from and the things that I didn't have, which is all ego, by the way. But looking at things I didn't have as what stopped me or what made me less successful than what I am. Because once again, like I said before, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Um, but I work on it every day. I barely sleep to try to keep pushing myself forward to get to where I need to be. So, with all that being said, with every bit of that being said, to me, there's no such thing as about, there's no such thing as luck. There's progress, there's manifestation, but there's no such thing as luck. Rather than being lucky, you made progress. Now, the key is, when you find that $100 on the ground, what do you do with it? When that quote-unquote miraculous thing happens to you, what do you do with it? When you meet that person in your life, how do you treat them? You see, because that's the real thing. See, it ain't about the small thing that happens. It's just about everything that happens after it. That's how you define life. That's how you keep progressing. It's about your beliefs, about how you see it. And once again, like I said, I don't believe in luck. I believe you bring it to you. Now, moving forward from that, um, I want to talk about now going from luck. I want to talk about risk. Um, I recently received an email from this one company um now obviously to me while i'm uh <laughs> reading this email first thing that comes to my head is a scam or some type of spam i was ready to delete the email so i was like all right well let me actually read the email and uh the email included this pdf so i'm reading this pdf and um the pdf is based on or it's talking about wealth how to attain wealth and um the things that we do or stop ourselves from the things that we do to stop us from receiving wealth or things of that nature. Um, and once again, this goes back to progress. This goes back to intelligence. This goes back to luck. It goes back to beliefs. And one thing that uh, I think stops most people are is, is risk. 
too many people are scared to suffer. Um, and the PDF basically said that. Like, a lot of things that were in the PDF, I kind of... Now, straight up from my ego, I kind of shrugged it off because a lot of it I already knew. Um, and, it, and the PDF was geared towards uh, kind of saying, okay, well... Well, John, this is stuff you don't know. Or if you come from a certain socioeconomic background, you may not know these things, uh, which to me is kind of false. Because um, I, I believe socioeconomic backgrounds can help you as far as where you are on your path and how fast you progress. But your path is your path. Um, anything that you need to learn in life, I feel like you will learn. Um, it just depends on the pace and where you are on your path and how willing you are to learn it. Now, back to what I was saying. Risk. Often people don't live and fulfill their dreams because they're scared to take a risk. That's a fact. I mean, whether it's financially or otherwise, people are scared to take a risk. Um, do I personally feel this is a problem? Absolutely. Once again, that's my opinion. Um, this also goes back to... Uh, the systematic thought, oppression, and, and belief in certain things. You cannot, like, if you really have a dream, like a real dream, you cannot limit yourself based off of the belief of society or other people, or you'll never realize that dream, in my opinion. Like, you'll never realize it. You'll never bring it to life. Because, like I said, the shit isn't about luck. It's about really trying to not really trying to, but really doing what you need to do to uh, bring that dream to life. And sometimes you really have to take financial risk. Sometimes your credit has to be bad in order for you to build it back up to where it needs to be. Sometimes you have to deal with some type of debt or loan, some type of loss. Sometimes you have to leave certain people in your past. In, in your past. It's part of life. If you really have something that you're truly pursuing, sometimes you have to realize that some people aren't meant to be there with you. Some things aren't meant to stay with you. Some things must come to an end. Sometimes you don't need a job. Maybe that job that's paying you this great amount of money is stressing you out too much. Maybe this job that you have isn't allow you isn't allowing you to see your family like you want to see them you see the thing is is that you can't sit here and say okay I want to just be secure with what what it is I'm doing or I want to just be secure in life sometimes your path calls for you not to be secure like that's the reality of it you see, too many people limit themselves and oppress themselves and allow themselves to be oppressed by societal uh, norms and actually even family norms or, or what people believe culturally. If you are afraid to take a risk, you may never find yourself. Because sometimes that risk that you need to take is what really will show you who you are. You see, it's not when you're sitting there secure that you find who you are. You can meditate all you want. And I've done it myself. Do I feel like it helps? Yes. 
Do I feel like having an inner uh, dialogue with yourself helps? Yes. Do I feel like um, truly understanding how you think and what you believe helps you find exactly who you are? Yes. But if you've never taken a risk or put yourself in an uncomfortable position, how can you truly know yourself? Because you only know part of yourself. You don't know that other part of yourself. And just likewise, if you are constantly risking everything and you don't begin to know who you are as a person because you're comfortable in being unstable, you'll never know what you're like when you're stable. And when I say stable, I don't mean just having a job, having a house, and being in a relationship. What I mean is stable as in mentally, physically, spiritually, and otherwise, you are in a good place. Because sometimes we get addicted to the risk. It's a constant gamble. We want to constantly gamble with our lives or constantly gamble with whatever's going on. And a lot of times, if you're... uh, constantly gambling that's more about ego see the risk I'm talking about is different it's not about ego it's about whatever it is that you're trying to do wherever you're trying to go it's about that path and to me that's truly where you find yourself that's truly where you understand yourself and that's truly where you liberate yourself from the oppression of just the impression of you. I want to say the, the impression of your ego and the impression of society. Because that's the reality of it. I personally believe we allow society to. For I mean, I want to I want to say oppressed, but I've done I've done used oppressed this entire pro, uh, podcast. I won't even say kill ourselves. We allow society to kill us. We deny our intuition, deny our inner voice. We don't allow ourselves to take risk. We don't allow ourselves to see what happens. Instead, we make up things. Or, you know, when something good happens, we call it luck or whatever else. We deny our responsibilities. We don't allow ourselves to truly see what it is that um, we can get out of life and what it is we can get out of ourselves. Um, And that often leads to us not truly understanding who we are. And in some cases, or in a lot of cases, it leads to an acute amount of uh, depression. This is one of the last things I'm going to talk about, and then I'm going to actually let y'all in on what I am currently working on. But um, depression is a serious thing. It's a, it's a very serious thing. Um, and it shows up in our lives in different ways. And we often don't allow ourselves to truly embrace it and understand that we're depressed. Uh, we try to justify or deny it or act as if it's not there. Um, and the reality is it's there. And that's often why we need other people uh, to talk to. That's often why we need other people to understand who we are. If you know someone needs to, that has depression, help them out to the best of your ability. In any way, 
shape, or form. Because sometimes all someone needs is an ear. They don't need advice. They don't need anything else. They need an ear. Like I said, depression is very serious. And along with me saying that, I want to clearly state this. If you're depressed, embrace it and understand it. But I also want to say this. If you know someone that's that's depressed or, or you know, you've been through it yourself or anything like that, learn and find yourself and understand yourself first because that's what will help someone who's depressed. You see, if you know yourself and if you find yourself, helping others is, is easier. Now, I'm not saying you're going to know yourself 100%, but what I am saying is, is that energy can be transferred. It, it, it's a powerful thing. And it's up to us, and I do mean us, it's up to us to truly help other people if it's within our power to do. That's the reality of it. That's what this podcast represents for me. That's what 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. represents for me. It represents my form of releasing my thoughts to help other people. Um, and that's the reality of it. These are my thoughts and hopefully it helps someone. It's definitely... You know, it's not something where it's completely rewarding from an ego standpoint. This is just me putting it out there and hoping that it reaches someone. That's what 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. represents for me. And that's why it's bittersweet and sad that this perhaps may be the last year of 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. Like I said, this is year three. Um, I believe in total I've done... I want to say 50 or 60 episodes in total. Um, but this was me giving back. And I will continue to give back in other ways. Um, but I'm not sure this way will continue. And with that being said, um, it's important for me to say that one of the main reasons why uh, 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. is going to be limited this year. Like I said, I might do more episodes right now. I plan only to do four. Um, but one of the reasons is because um, I want to say about I'm 30 right now. So let's say 10 to 12 years ago, uh, myself and my cousin, um, who is the co-owner of JAC Media and Promotions. Like, we both own JAC Media and Promotions. Um, I had had this idea uh, to come out with this magazine called Urban Beauty is Art. Um, Urban Beauty is Art was supposed to highlight uh, the beauty and art in urban areas and beyond. Um, it's years later, but... Uh, Finally, uh, progress has been made on that project. Um, that's where a lot of my main focus is going to. That's where a lot of my content is going to. Um, not necessarily me talking, not necessarily me writing. Um, at least not writing from this standpoint as far as what I talk about. But I'm putting a lot of my energy into the magazine. Um, 
working on volume one right now. We're hoping for a June and July release. Once again, like I said, we're hoping. We'll see what happens. Um, and we're doing it physically. Um, there possibly may be an, an electronic version, but for right now, the physical uh, is what we want to concentrate on. I know personally for me, I can't speak for my cousin, but speaking for me, um, I want to do a physical product because it's something that you can hold on to. It's something that can be passed down. It's something that you can actually feel. You can feel the hard work. It's not just about something that you can just go to a website, click on to see, and then go through the pages on a PDF um, through your phone or whatever. I want you to physically be able to hold it and see uh, the hard work that was put into it. So that's where my main focus is. Um, now the actual mission of Urban Beauty is art has kind of changed a little bit. The vision is definitely a lot more mature and, and different. Um, and from my perspective, it's a hell of a lot more artistic. Um, it's more about the visual. Um, trying to bring it to y'all in either an eight, an eight and a half by eleven uh, size or a nine by twelve size. I want it to be a larger magazine. Uh, reminiscent of the magazines of the past that uh, were around when I was younger. Um, some still exist. But, you know, yeah, that's where a lot of uh, my energy is going to. Um, that's not going to the podcast. Um, I, of course, you know, in order to progress in order to progress in life, certain things you got to let go and you have to kind of put your focus on other things if you really want to make it happen. So that's what I'm doing now. And then uh, the other aspect to that is the 14th Collective, um, which if you've been to my website, which I'm sure uh, a lot of you who have listened to my podcast. Um, thank you again. Um, have been to uh, you'll notice my store where I put up a lot of artwork a lot of kimonos or whatever for sale and I want to clearly state this um, so y'all know um, that aspect of the 14th collective uh, really is temporary um, by the middle of the, by the middle of the year a lot of stuff may no longer be in existence in the store um, the kimonos and all that was just a form of me getting out art and giving people a possibility to purchase my art. Um, really wasn't about the money for me. Really still isn't. Um, but my passion uh, is what I'm working on, which is the luxury sneaker line. I've already gotten a few prototypes in, um, which uh, hopefully... I'm trying to make it happen. Um, the first true look at these shoes will be in the magazine, which is why that's where my focus is going. Um, these are luxury sneakers. They are handmade in Italy, um, which is very exciting. Um, they're top quality, top of the line. With that being said, obviously, they're not going to be cheap. Um, and here's one of I want to talk about this before because uh, I'm about to end this podcast. Here's one of the reasons why it won't be cheap. Now, obviously, a lot of hard work, effort, and thought went into my sneakers and a lot of uh, figuring things out. Because the magazine took me about 12 years, the sneakers took me about four. That's the reality of it. Four years ago, I had the sneaker uh, idea, and I'm finally bringing it to life. So with that being said... 
there has to be an understanding that these are luxury sneakers. Um, these aren't meant to be just everyday sneakers. So the price of the sneakers are, are going to be higher than your average sneaker. And not to mention, these are sneakers that are not meant for... Um, I can't even... I'm not going to say for people that are of a poor economic background. Because that's not truthful. What it is, is that I don't want these sneakers to represent a form of bringing more debt into someone's life. That's that's the reality. I only want people to purchase these sneakers if they can afford to. I don't want someone's bill to go unpaid for my sneakers. But at the same time, I have to maintain a certain standard. I have to be intelligent about my product and what it is I want to present and what I want to represent. Because um, like I said, it's not necessarily about the money, but it's about the principle. It's about the creation. It's about the art. Um, because I look at everything that's created and you know, that I try to create as art. Um, no matter how simplistic, no matter how left brain it is or right brain or whatever, I try to make it a piece of art. So I put my all into it. So um, hopefully when y'all finally get the real look at what's being worked on, uh, it'll bring you perhaps a certain amount of joy or uh, it give, it'll give you another perspective of who I am and what I feel I represent, what I try to represent. Um, and there's a, I mean, there's a lot more to it, um, but I'm not going to go into it at this time. Um, those are the most important details, but... Yes, Urban Beauty is Art, Volume 1, is a magazine, is my magazine, is coming soon, um, hopefully by the mid, by the middle of the year. Um, and with that, we'll get your first true looks. Like, I mean, I posted some pictures of prototypes uh, on my Instagram, but you'll get your first real look at the 14th Collective, uh, my sneaker line, and Urban Beauty is Art, and who I am as an artist. So with that being said, I hope this podcast reached you. Um, remember to pro- to always try to progress. Uh, don't let society oppress you and stop you from where you can be. And don't do it to yourself. Find yourself. Understand yourself. Fight depression. Believe in yourself. And beyond any of that, man, live your dreams to the fullest. It ain't about living life to the fullest. It's about living your dreams to the fullest. The power is within you. Peace and love. This is John J. Rams from Futrell, 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. First episode, 2017. I'll be back next time.